Welcome to the Stargate Archives, buried deep within Cheyenne Mountain. Greetings everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Stargate Archives. And for today only, it's Gatecast time, because I am joined by Alan. How are you, mate? I've had an interesting week. How are you? Not too bad at all. Bearing up under this sweltering heat. Yes, folks, we're back to the weather reports. <laughs> Anybody that stuck with us for so many years with the Gatecast, no, we talked about the weather way too much. And cats. And cats. And all sorts of stuff, and eventually we always get round to Stargate. Of some description. In this episode, we are going to be looking at Stargate Origins Catherine, the feature presentation of the web series. Mixed opinions about this, it has to be said. It's not suited the entire fan base. A lot of people have been had many negative comments, and rightly so. A lot of people have liked it as well, because there are some good and bad things about it. Are we talking retconning here, and the fact that there was zero mention of this when Catherine encountered Daniel and Jack and so on? Pretty much so. You are always going to have that problem when anybody decides to make a prequel. Doesn't matter if it's Stargate, Star Trek, Star Wars, or anything. You always end up um, having to fudge issues. It's called retconning. It's been happening in comics for decades. Yeah, but in comics, even though I'm not really a comic reader, you kind of understand that every issue you think, well, something's going to be different, so you just go with it. Movies and television, not so much. I mean, the whole point of sticking with the fan ba- fandom and fan base is that you're hoping to draw upon the support of that fan base. If you change things too much, then you're kind of alienating that very same reason the thing's being made in the first place. I think it's a matter of balance. You have to judge between catering to the... Sadly, it's difficult to cater to vaguely nostalgic memories of something that people had from 35 years ago. And also catering to a modern... Your average 10-year-old now is way more cynical and way more worldly-wise than the average 10-year-old in the 70s. Yeah, that's true. I'm referencing Star Wars here specifically in this massive campaign to pretend The Last Jedi did exist and <laughs> a GoFundMe which has apparently pledges at least of enough to remake the damn movie. Yeah, oh dear me, some people. Pathetic uh, and whiny. Yeah, you may not like Stargate Origins, but at least we're not Star Wars fans. <laughs> And I am a yes. Star Wars fan, but, you know, we draw the line and say, get a grip, guys. <laughs> and my guess is, it is guys. The time to fix that would have been Jar Jar. Just turn him into a Sith and it makes so much more sense. Yeah, it does, not it? <laughs> Everything that happened was Jar Jar's fault. Think about it. Right, Stargate Origins, uh, as we said, was originally a web series pushed by MGM. And as uh, the cornerstone of the Stargate Command portal, ultimately a subscription-based service. And we're not talking Netflix, we're not talking about the upcoming Disney subscription service. It's basically, uh, let's give them something new and we'll charge them a few dollars for it and they'll they'll pay it. Hey, who knows, it might prove profitable. No idea if it did prove profitable. They haven't really said anything. They haven't commissioned any new works for it. We have no idea if this Stargate Origins was successful or not. Perhaps only time will tell. This version, Stargate Origins Catherine, is basically the 10 episodes joined into one feature movie. So the transitions have been removed, uh, some slightly different opening titles or just opening sequences, uh, a few uh, additions, a few smooths, smoothing over. I'll tell you right now, I enjoyed this version a lot more than watching the 10 individual episodes, probably because of the way it was presented more than anything else. Currently, it is free to anybody that was a subscriber to Stargate Command. And it's also on a multiple digital sites, uh, iTunes, Amazon... Voodoo, Google Play, 
of course some regional limitations apply so some uh, services are only available in america some only in europe i'm not going to say you can get it anywhere you are because there's going to be plenty of people who say i still can't buy it i can't even access i get command if it's turned off have you tried amazon not specifically well like i say it might be available on amazon in, or itunes or google play for obvious reasons since i'm chromecasting now amazon prime video is not going to work yeah, one of these days they'll release a box that can pretty much do everything. You could probably badger a Raspberry Pi into doing most of it. Yeah, that's not the same thing as going into a store and buying something off the shelf, which most people would want to do. And that's a different podcast, that's a different story. Stargate Origins, directed by Mercedes Bryce Morgan. Writers, Justin Michael Terry and Mark Inverson. Iverson. Is there an N or not? I Iverson. Hmm, I wonder if, if he's Scandinavian. This is going to be a problem, folks, due to the very, very multicultural cast and crew. Some of the surnames, some of the names, I'm not going to be able to pronounce. I'll tell you that right away. I can give it a spin. Mark Iveson. I assume that's how you spell the surna- pronounce surname with two I's at the beginning. Uh, Both of the writers don't have huge credits to their name. Mark is also an art director and set decorator. This was very much in the style of an independent production. They didn't have a lot of budget to make what they had to do. A lot of people did more than one job. See that on some of the behind-the-scenes footage you can watch on Stargate Command. Cinematographer, Nico Aguilera. Music by Robert Allaire. Of course, there will be some very familiar little snippets from the movies and TV shows as well. Of uh, MGM owning the copyright to that sort of stuff. Stuart Tyson Smith also returned to help with the Egyptian pronunciation of the language. Uh, he was last linked to Stargate in the movie. So again, nice little callback. I think that'll do. We don't want to uh, spend too much time waffling on because this is going to be a, a commentary rather than what we've been doing recently on the archives, which is a general discussion of each of the episodes. As both me and Alan says, we haven't done this for a long time. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure exactly how I'm going to present it given the fact that Normally we rely on the use of a lot of copyrighted audio, which I might not want to do this time. But we'll see. MGM tend to be a lot cooler with this. That is true. Or at least they never really caught on. (laughs) I mean, LucasArts didn't used to be that bothered, but will you leave the curtains alone? Yes. uh, Alan has cats, folks. Cat. Oh, yeah. Throughout the history of the Gatecast, the kitties came and went. But they always featured at some point in in a podcast. It'd be the same. It's not dissimilar to an unruly toddler. And <laughs> given the fact that this particular cat weighs seven kilos, it's got the same size as an unruly toddler. You seriously can't hear that? No. Good. Other is me. I am faced with one of my screens as blank. I was going to say, have you got it queued up? Yes. The Stargate Origins Catherine version, runtime, one hour, 44 minutes, 51 seconds. Blimey to sit here for nearly an hour and 45 minutes in this heat oh good god <laughs> i've got a fan going i got, got a water cat. you've got a cat <laughs> the only good thing is that hey there's no football on today yeah that's why my football obsessed female finnish friend is coming over to have a nose around my new apartment smashing built in 1990 rather than 1960 which means all the entrances and exits and windows and stuff are triple glazed <laughs> you thought that would be a given not till apparently the mid 80s and certainly not the years ago Right, everything queued up then? Ready to go. Right, do you want to do a, a three, two, one countdown? And then we will press play. It is, after all, a tradition. <laughs> three, two, one, clicky. Okay then. Straight in. A very different opening than to the web series. We're getting a very... It's, it's reminiscent of the slow pan across the uh, sarcophagus. 
Yeah, but it's also the tune isn't identical. It's all, you gotta wonder, is that blood dripping off the hand? Uh, I don't think it's meant to be, but it's 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 a dark liquid. Beautiful camera work. Yes, the yellow eyes. Yeah, she does look alien. That is what you'd imagine a gold to look like. I haven't actually seen. Yeah, you know, I'll comment on it when the ghouls appear. Okay. Now this is the footage, of course, from the 1994 movie, Catherine Lanford finding the raw medallion. Kelly Vint as the young Catherine. Uh, keep an eye out for the actress. She appears at the end of Origins. I haven't got that far. <laughs> One of the iconic scenes as well, the raising of the gate in the yeah. dunes. Phenomenal. I don't blame him for using a bit of the footage from the movie. If you've got the, you've got this sitting on your shelf, you which might as well use explains, it. Which does explain the music. Yeah, yeah. And why it's recognisable. You're not going to rescore this, are you? No, you're not. <laughs> you need shooting if you did. Of course, the big question, why, why did anybody think it should stand up? Lucky guess, I guess. Uh, ten years later, in the warehouse, the fabled warehouse, which was a very warm location. That's very clearly back projection. Metal? Well, that, that is a physical gate. But it, uh, the way the light was shining around her made it look like back projection. I think that's one thing what Mercedes, the director, said. She, she made a special conscious effort to film things differently, to try different tricks. To look totally different to what SG-1, Atlantis and Universe looked like. Otherwise, our chance encounter with the market may have never come to pass. Go on, I have to say, I don't know if he's playing it deliberately, but he's sort of arrogant public school snob that I've been trying to thump in the face upon reading. <laughs> that is a British army officer, unfortunately. They all came from uh, the, you know, the, public, the private schools of England. For reference, see Blackadder. Of course, Connor Trenier as uh, Professor Paul Lankford. Not quite as old as in the movie. Got to say, some excellent makeup though. <laughs> and uh, this is just kind of—is Connor just got his fingers in everything that uh, relates to Stargate? Looks like it. Well, funnily enough, he said he had to audition for this part. It wasn't a... Surely, you'd think including Connor would be a nod to the fans. Honestly, I didn't recognise him. You didn't? No, I didn't. Not at all. Not until you literally said his name and my brain went, oh yeah. Oh, bizarre. But I'm never good at recognising people. Maybe it's the graying of the hair and the moustache. Um, so there's a time frame we've got. August 22nd, 1935. Which makes sense, because if you've got the British Army in Egypt, it has to be before 1936 when uh, we signed a treaty. Well, when did no. Rumble roll in with the tanks then? A little bit later. Now we actually signed a treaty with uh, the, whoever was running Egypt at that time, uh, handing over some of the uh, military duties and just become training of their military in the event of war. So even yes. then we knew, we knew some of it was on, on, on its way. Yeah. A quick Google. It was called the Anglo-Egyptian Treaty of 1936. Was Hitler in power in thirty five? Oh yes, he was the Chancellor of Germany from 33, I believe. 
They are. I've been looking for my notes and they're on a different piece of paper. Uh, pieces of paper everywhere. Not well organised. So that means oh, six sheets of notes. That's not good. <laughs> well, it is an hour and three quarters. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> I thought you'd be proud of me. Catherine Langford is played by Ellie Gore. She's a Australian actress. Last seen her in Ash vs. the Evil Dead. <laughs> a very different role. I not watched that yet. I've just got so many shows I want to dip into. It's none of my concern. I've spent my entire childhood living your work. This is one thing when they chose this warehouse and they built these sets within the warehouse. It looks great. No doubt it was you know, it was budget conscious. Ooh, that's not good. It's a very small set that you could shoot that as a stage. Yeah. And of course, these sets were also used between takes for the cast and the crew just to settle down. Yep. Again, small, tightly knit production. No. They couldn't afford, or they chose not to have expensive, you know, trailers with air conditioning, so people you can leave the set. Kind of kept it all a very close, very tightly knit operation. And pretty much every actor and actresses who've been interviewed have said how well it worked. They quickly became a family over the month-long shoot. Oh, the light coming through the shutters. That's beautiful. How did they even get in? I think the warehouse wasn't locked. I don't think they lock it. I don't think anybody takes this project, this investigation seriously, except for the Langfords. And this guy. And this guy, yes. Who's, who's practically a paper Nazi. <laughs> I mean, it, you don't even have to pretend to be evil. He is an actual Nazi. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got the uniform and the papers and all, everything. There's no, no ifs or buts. Yeah. It's not, uh, you know, it's, exactly yeah, like we have a good win of one. Well, he does look happy. At least as happy as any Nazi did before the war turned. That's one, th one thing, I suppose. There is no shortage of Nazi uniforms in uh, costume departments throughout the world. No, indeed not. So I can't imagine this is available in Germany. That's a good point. They are a little bit more. Behold, the gateway to history is finally. Excuse me, please stop. That's it. In stop. Interrupt stop. the Nazi. <laughs> oh, may I help Professor you? taking his life into his hands. The the polite and, you know, welcoming Nazi. The devil can put on a charming smile when he wants to. Doctor Brucker, played by Elam Morian. Again, apologies if I've got the name wrong. I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, last scene in Shooter here. and The Good Wife, a very busy and in-demand actor. Oh, by the way, I've had luck. It's probably a front issue, but I believe it's Elverson. Oh, thank you. I don't understand. Surely you are familiar with the recent This is rather embarrassing if I was uh, the professor. This guy's walked in and he knows so much more about the Stargate. He's got pictures, he's got drawings, he's got, you know, papyrus, all sorts. <laughs> oh, he just thank broke you. Something there we are. Years old. Forget the indifference. You really don't know what might be important. By the way, what about the comedically dumb Nazis? Well, they don't do any favours to any of the uh, normal, you know, army officers that are accompanying the doctor. Really, really not. Not officers, enlisted. Almost certainly enlisted. Another great shot through the Stargate. Oh, she has six... Oh, a Luger. Nice. <laughs> Not a great start for Catherine. Are you sneaking around so late at night? 
And who's he? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm. It's going to be difficult naming the individual characters. Right. That's Heinrich, played by Derek Charriton. He's got a face made for slapstick. Well, already, you know, the the accent. It. It's almost carry on level. Yeah. Wow. Things escalated a bit there. I think the soldiers are jumping the gun a little. So also it's gotten a little bit more ominous. Mm -hmm. Bruker, once again, very polite, welcoming, calm. Just waiting for that spike of temper and viciousness to appear. Oh, poor Dietrich. <laughs> I don't think this was the time to have a difference of opinion with anybody in Berlin, as poor Dietrich found out. Of course, that's the kind of man who would cheerfully order people to the gas chambers and then sit down and have a glass of sherry. Oh, that's it, yeah. It doesn't doesn't bother him at the all. The banality of evil. To be polite or to be ruthless, it's exactly the same to him. Bruker, obviously convinced of his superiority, and at this point, he's probably right. He does know more about the gate than Professor Langford does. Still, the arrogance of it. He'd be ideal for a host. He'd actually welcome being taken. <laughs> You may have a very good point. You can certainly see why many people said there are they drew upon raiders. Yeah, it's almost made to be a raiders movie. Saying that, I'd love to see a traditional raiders movie. Crystal Skull wasn't. Of course, we have the uh, grunts. But they never—they probably didn't even know the inner ring rotated. They may not have known. <laughs> The Stargate was a 20-foot diameter prop. Uh, it took three weeks to construct. Basically, it was a vacuum-formed plastic shell over a steel frame. So it doesn't quite have the gravitas of the SG-1 gate, which was metal, big, heavy, mechanical. This does look a little more plasticky, even after they've messed about with the colour timing a little. And it's based on the movie gate, not the SG-1 gate, so the chevrons are different. An interesting decision to use that gate, that design. Not really sure how I feel about it. Well, it is the movie gate. Which should have been the SG-1 gate, really, shouldn't it? There should never really have been any difference, but there was. Close up of the chevrons, they look DGI, but you'd have thought they were impractical. Be careful with that gun. He's <laughs> got the hammer pulled back and his finger on the trigger. <laughs> Oh, that's nice touch, the little pebbles vibrating. It's taken a while to connect though, isn't it? It is, it's, it's not exactly didn't it, smooth. Didn't it vibrate before when you dialed 6 and it connected when you dialed 7? Very In the movie, it was shaking the mountain. There were... what's this backwash thing? It always used to do that, in the movie it did that as well. In early SG-1 it did it, but they uh. never they didn't bother showing it because it cost too much money. Yes. Well, they could just do it from start. Oh, that's not good, though. <laughs> Comic Nazis. Gotta love it. Does Bruker believe in a divine power? Or just higher technology? Of course. Everybody else, sod this for a game of soldiers. We're going home. They are soldiers, and they are playing a game. For Hitler and for Germany. Yeah, they're a little <laughs> too fanatical, aren't they? Uh, I love it. The little I love that. at the back. <laughs> I don't think he's fully committed to this. He is an officer, though. He he's wearing a different uniform, so I love it. Brooker, eager to go. The professor, not so sure. Good question. 
sailing towards the edge of the world or stepping through the Stargate, which is more dangerous? Is there any information that can give you a better chance? I'd say Brooker was better informed. You, dumb soldier. Volunteers? <laughs> That's not a volunteer. <laughs> no. He is just big and thick. Stefan is played by Lincoln Hope. He's an American actor. Been on Scorpion, uh, The Mentalist. Oof! <laughs> Automatic scream, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. Good. Well done, lad. Again, I like the shot looking through uh, a translucent... Why, why are the nose in the pyramid? <laughs> Subtitle this. I don't know. <laughs> the Nazis not getting what they wanted, now applying a bit of force, a bit of coercion. Typical. Nice chat with Connor Trenier in the behind the scenes. You know, like I said he uh, auditioned for the job. He, he, he said he pointed out to, to his agent, like, they do know I was on the show before, don't they? He said, yeah, they know. They know. And he was worried about the age difference. The actor in the movie. Probably 20 years older than he is here. And if I'm being totally honest, I never gave it a moment's thought. It didn't even occur to me that Connor's character in this Stargate Origins was too young. At least they didn't actually say Schnell, Schnell, which would have just been too <laughs> carry on Nazi for. I presume that's a double mirror effect. Probably a very cheap way to do the effect. Nothing wrong with that. Rook is feeling very confident at the moment. Very confident. Hey, hey, come on. No need to get touchy. Yeah, they have to add the creepiness. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Close up of the hairpin. Chekhov's gun. And filming it as. Oh, okay, that's no need for that, really. <laughs> as many political pundits in America would say, that's not being polite. Okay, yes, <laughs> they are killing your people, but that's not polite. Yes, they are Nazis. You're allowed to do anything you want to Nazis. And she buys him as well. Well, give it, give it this. You know, this woman does doesn't know not not uh, does not know any bounds. She reminds me of essentially Amanda Tapping's character in Sanctuary. Yeah, I can see that. Very independent, very opinionated. And I'm not sure I'd trust the book with Heinrich. Because he doesn't seem to be the brightest spark on the planet, does he? I mean, even for a Nazi stooge who just follows whatever the commandment from up on high delivered. No independent thought, no intelligence, just following the herd. Oh dear, Bruker almost lost it there. Slipped into cliché. The question is, given that the camera's constituent atoms have been dismantled. Does it fill them secret? I would say no. But then again, they've also said that they saw galaxies. You know, people have actually reported seeing things when they've gone through the war mill. Well, that's a matter of perception. They went to a lot of trouble to make this warehouse look good, and it does look good. But the CGI on the on the puddle is cheap. Some of the transitions are it cheap. Looks okay. Perhaps I'm being too picky, but then again, it's certainly improved a lot from the episode-by-episode episode releases. And that's a mighty fine close-up. Great expression. Oh, She also two. reminds me, uh, thematically and chronologically appropriate, of Agent Carter. They're definitely echoes of... I know it's a different actress. But... Well, they're definitely trying to go for the same sort of character. Independent, intelligent, 
very resourceful. Knock a guy out, start a car, drive a manual gearbox, God knows how far with a hands tied. And Wastiv is, uh, is Wastiv the sort of a token non-white? No, no, very much, uh, like I said, the cast is from all over the planet. A deliberate decision on the producer's part. No, but in terms of our protagonist characters. Have patience, Padawan. Wait and see. All will be revealed. Wasif is played by Shivan Aladdin. Uh, he's from Kurdistan. This is important. It's a very little line. You should be married. Somebody out there for you, you know. Just laying the little groundwork for something that pops up later. Credit as well for flying the Union flag the right way up. Too right. No sentry guards or anything. If it's only the two of them, not much of a camp. The fact that she picks up the uh, whiskey or whatever the hell it is, it's clearly yeah. a spirit of some kind. Only just noticed that, but the table is wooden. And when Catherine grabs a whiskey bottle, drinks from it, and puts it down, the camera is looking up through the table, which is glass. Nice shot, but a bit, <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> and they remembered as well to uh, put a little frosting. Yeah. Not as much as originally, but uh, a little frosting. The visual effect of the gate and the puddle still needs some work, but within the bounds of a web series budget. Well done, men. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need any subtitles for that, thanks. Eva Reinhardt, the documentarian of the group, exits the Stargate. She's a bit cold. Camera in hand, ready to film. I pray that that was all captured. Eva Reinhardt, played by Sarah Navratil, American, well, German-American descent. That's it, men. Pose for the camera. Looking all heroic for the fatherland. Definitely frosting on him. That's actually a pretty good shot. <laughs> it, unfortunately, I have to say, the uniform always works. Yeah. It was a <laughs> mighty fine-looking uniform. As we know, Hugo Boss produced the uniforms for the SS. Yes. And he's even... Uh, that's... Look, we did frosting, OK? Without any doubt, there's a definite relationship between Eva and Bruca. She's not just his photographer. And the gate closes off camera. To save money, yes. But then look at that outside shot. That is an awful effect. That's terrible. Is it meant to be outside? That is meant to be a window to the outside. Oh, God. <laughs> they, they should have just put a wall and be done with it. Or something that was obviously a stylized painting. Yeah, they could have done a lot of things probably just as cheaply. That would have looked better. I'm amazed nobody actually said anything. Or if they did, nothing was done about it. How much film does one of these little cine cameras hold? Two or three minutes worth? Eight millimeter, is it? Maybe 16? Naturally occurring. Naturally occurring curtains. I am not afraid. Yeah, uh, Langford is a bit slow. Granted, perhaps he's totally out of his depth, whereas... Uh, he's, an, he's an academic, he's not a field professor. Yeah, Brooker is a lot more practical. He expected to find something, and it's meeting his uh, expectations. I had a quick look online for the type of German vehicle in use. I believe it's the Kubelwagen, Volkswagen, and JC, not quite sure what region that denotes. Hey, it's the book, and Heinrich. Who's gone through her drawers and is now wearing her French knickers? Hopefully a clean pair. You don't really know what to think, do you? <laughs> Probably because it's silk and soft. Nice to see Catherine turn the tables by pointing the gun at his head at this time. Oh! Oh! Yep. Gotta hurt. 
I'm not that impressed with was Ethan James. Come on, boys, feel free to help. She's not quite what I expected. Oh, that's those some teeth. Uh, he's he realistically he's probably dead now. Yeah, that would have done some damage. He suffered two quite hard <laughs> blows to the head. Yeah. He's probably got a subdural hematoma. He'd be dead inside two hours. Back on Abydos and inside the temple. Let's see how the set dressing and prop making goes in this <laughs> part no. of uh, the planet. I do like them baubles. They look like they're floating in here. Must be on some sort of wire. But are they on some sort of wire because that's a cheap way to do it for the production? Oh, that's the way the Kowal want them to look. Nothing different. I mean, they're obviously on strings. Yeah. Yeah, why is there a Hercesis child here? You know, that doesn't make any sense. But fair enough. Okay, they're doing something different. No problem about that. This, we come to learn, is a set. Baruka demands that Professor Langford converse with <laughs> the alien in ancient Egyptian. I wonder how much research has he done into... How fluent the professor is. The professor seems to know what he's doing. Obviously, he's stumbling over some of the words. He hasn't had anybody to actually learn how to pronounce these words. Oh, yeah. Poor Gunter. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought that would kill him, though. Probably the hand device can be manipulated to different levels of energy. Combine specific energy patterns and the actual percussive impact. Who knows? Oh. Stefan sad. Poor Gunther. Hi Gunther. Dead, dead, dead. He didn't last long. No. The professor and Ava down on their knees pretty, pretty darn quick. He doesn't seem inclined to kneel. Well, no, that goes without saying, but he's not that stupid. Eventually, give a little. Now she's satisfied. Because I initially thought there was some sort of romantic thing going on between him and the flat line. There's, there's no, no support for a upper chest area. <laughs> it's very interesting costuming. Yes. Very nice costuming. Again, this is where they didn't really, you know, skimp on the budget. Granted, they didn't have to go overboard with the amount of costumes, but they made made an effort for the Gwold to look spectacular. Yes, you're talking prayer. Interesting. The professor thinks they've gone back in time. Oof. <laughs> Jesus Christ, woman. Vicious, isn't she? When you're gearing up for a serious adventure, ditch the skirt, pull on the pants. Now, now she's ready for business. She's got her pants on. Yep. <laughs> and very much metaphorically wearing the pants here. Oh, very definitely. I mean, this feels right. You know, you got Wasif, who's, you know, the local military... Uh, Subservient to to the British young British captain, no military experience. Got the job because he graduated school and went through whatever military academy training program. Yeah, dumped in this part of the world to learn his trade. What Terry would call Rupert. Yes, exactly. Wasif, stop being logical. Go with it. I like the look on Wasif's face. What the hell are you talking about, woman? We don't know much about James and Catherine, but boy, has she got him on a leash. Yeah. James Beale. Oh, sorry, he's a captain, not a lieutenant. Played by Philip Alexander. Most notable acting role at present is a spot on the US series SWAT. Still pretty new to the business. There is supposed to be a relationship between these pair, yet... Yeah, the relationship is very much her telling him what to do. Yeah. 
Much like the relationship that I would imagine is between my niece and the father of a child. Henry's very much a product of his times, where a strong woman could run a household, not have any rights as such, but run a household. Uh, let's face it, he's into her. Although I'm impressed with his strength, because it took Tilk a little bit of effort to move one of these uh, yeah. rings around. Actually, I think it was both of them. And I would have assumed they needed a lot more power this motor can provide. Of course, what the plot wants, the plot gets. Well, there is a Jenny there as well. Uh, I think this is something you've just got to go along with. This will work, people. <laughs> Live with it. Yes, James, stop asking questions and do what you're told, like a good boy. And they actually had a, a full diagram that showed how the gate rotated, so... If you follow the movements of uh, the chevrons and the ring, they're doing yeah. it in the correct order. Just because they knew there would be people watching for it. You sure we're like that? Uh, perhaps you're right. Yes, I don't doubt it. Yeah, the producer, uh, Matt Miller, as he said, he'd been a fan of the series ever since the movie. He knew he wanted to make this as canon as possible. He knew that there were people, fandoms, wikis, all those locations that have been looking for things to complain about. Well, he ain't wrong. A pyramid with a circle on top. That's not a pyramid, it's an A. Please step away from the gate. Activation will commence in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, step away from the gate. She doesn't know that's dangerous. Nobody knows that's dangerous. She's seen it activate, so yeah. she knows that happens. But she doesn't know what that does. No, she could have thought, well, they just get transported automatically rather than uh, vaporised. Yes. The rear Kawush again, looking very good. <laughs> yeah, was it? Yeah, was he being the sensible sort of guy? Yeah, yeah, you go through that. I'm not. But you know, if they built a ramp, they could actually take the car. It is small enough to go through. I am looking at yeah. Malp, built by Volkswagen. You don't leave a Nazi jeep on whatever the hell planet they actually go to. I, I'm assuming it's probably. Uh... My father. I've forgotten the name of it. First, oh, bad podcaster. What, Volkswagen? No, not the car, the planet that they went to in the movie. Oh, Abydos. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Come on. Man up, James. This is your chance to really impress. That's it, Catherine. Appeal to his patriotic zeal. <laughs> Sod that. <laughs> yeah, right. He's off. Yes, indeed. There was a time when there was no black or white. You're either for Nazis or against them. The lens flare works. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people don't like lens flare, but in this case it works. The look on both of their faces. They're absolutely terrified. I think they need some encouragement, Catherine. Whee! Yes, you're absolutely right, James. But then again, maybe it wasn't. A little push never did anybody any harm. Unless on top of a skyscraper. I'm, I'm not too sure I was really enamoured with this romance. The big, you know, back and forth banter, the bickering. I know. See a pet dog. You do wonder exactly what her feelings for the man are. I mean, she's led a reasonably sheltered life, you would imagine. Or maybe not. And she goes in for the kill. Defcon 3. In the romance department. Unexpected? Yes. What? Is that the first time they've kissed? Is that what he's implying? Possibly. She's been leading them on all this time. Yeah, just as so she can chuck them through a gate. <laughs> when the... Why is it staying open now? Purely for dramatic purposes? 
It was always for dramatic purposes. <laughs> it's uncanny how the gate knew how and when to shut down. Yeah. Now this I like. Of course, that mimics the movie again. Yep. The water effect, you know it's she's dipping her face in water. That yes. takes a bit away from it. But the whole sequence as a whole, nice. So once, uh, once the head goes in, the rest of the body gets sucked through. When 50% of the body gets through, something like that. But this it actually looks better than the movie. 1080p HD, high bit rate. Looks better than the Blu-ray. It is really a beautiful effect, one of the best in science fiction. Made all the more better for a modern reworking. So, where's that window where you can see the two moons? It's a decent looking establishing shot, but how does that relate to the interior? Why is he washing the plastic looking gate? It really does look horribly plastic there. At least he could have done was painted it with hammeroid or something. <laughs> I imagine that raw decrees that the gate must be kept clean at all times. Well, isn't that typical? You start cleaning and all dust comes floating down, sticking to all the wet patches. Look, how long... Where did you get that water from? You probably carried it, it just miles. just appeared. Was Eve? Yeah, they didn't bother with a quash that time. Dingley, <laughs> yes. Very manly, thank you. Good on you, Catherine. Protecting your assets. Strategically place hands over a breast. <laughs> Rangers in a strange land. At least Wasif had the sense to bring water. Yeah, they didn't really come very well equipped, did they? No. But they didn't know they were going into a desert. They need some way to scout out what's going on ahead of them. And, of course, relay that information. Left something at the embassy or something. Informed the authorities that there are a German military operation ongoing. Was if he's disappointed there isn't a plug or socket or anything. That is actually the uh, original DHD they got from a private collector in Geneva. Yeah, can you imagine actually lending that back to MGM? Don't you dare break it. <laughs> Handle with care does not do it justice. Not lending, but uh, I assume renting. <laughs> and at the very least, he probably got several other props. That we used in this. Yeah, that would be a good deal. I want to make sure the insurance for the uh, courier is uh, fully paid up as well. It's quite amazing how fast Catherine grasped the mechanics of the Stargate very, very quickly. Yeah. There's no seven symbol. Yeah, certain Daniel Jackson has that, that problem mean? as well. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I'm just watching what the Germans did and trying to figure it out. Maybe this side has a different seven symbol. Yeah, and what's he figured <laughs> that part really out? brilliant. Isn't he? <laughs> it how long did it take? It took yeah. Daniel Jackson half the movie to figure that out. <laughs> and the other half to find it. Yeah. So the floor is wet. Okay. Good to know, Wasif. It's good to know. You know, I don't think James ever got close to being in the uh, top percentage of his class at uh, Military Academy. Wasif has already figured out, if there's water, that means somebody was here not long ago, because yes. this would evaporate very, very quickly. Come here. Why is it every moon looks like our moon? <laughs> it's a moon. What do I know? Mars? Where the hell did Mars come from? It's not Mars. And what are the odds that any time you look out the window, if there's more than one moon, they're always close together? 
Well, that'd be like eight. Yeah. <laughs> You're weird. Give up, James. She is never going to listen to you. But take a look at these not stone looking columns. Spectacular. Yeah, they they really don't, do they? Oh, so very stylish. Egyptian cotton drapes. Separates rooms. Locks the airflow a bit. Keeps the dust out. Where are those lights from? I don't think they're meant to be. Why is he stuck that in his mouth? I'm not sure. No. Stop himself from screaming in absolute terror. <laughs> Could be just nerves, of course. Oh, they yeah, they definitely must be on some sort of string, string. by deliberate, deliberate, yeah. Not being held up by anti-gravity or anything. Mm. We'll see if has a bucket. Well, hey. They do. They're, I'm sure they're hanging off the director's Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, they would make great baubles. Do you have any idea what kind of danger you put us in? How was I supposed to know the sequence? Yeah. Hey, Captain, I was being held hostage by Nazis. Deatrix's body, still lying where he fell. A message to all that will defy the will of the gods. Of course, they don't know that yet, but they soon will. Like all adventure games, you find some useless items. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yes. A mighty fine bucket. Uh, remind me again how we became a colonial power. <laughs> oh yes, we had guns. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't. Yeah, that's basically sums it up. <laughs> Catherine whips out her gun. My, that's a big one. Yeah, so they haven't had much. Oh, hang, hang on. Mayday! Mayday! Oh, that's what I don't see is glowing <laughs> eyes. The eyes are yellow, but they don't flash. Yeah, she nutted him anyway. <laughs> Lesson one when infiltrating an unknown location. Stealth. At all times. Yeah, when in doubt, shoot. If you're even in any more doubt, then run away. Run away fast. As quickly as your little legs can carry you. You about, mate. Seriously? Yeah. Just follow the sound of my voice. Uh, yeah, stealth. <laughs> Creeping around. I am sure this is not in any manual that he has ever read. If you're not familiar with the Carry On films, this is a role Jim Dale would play to perfection. Uh -huh. Just an observation, but those are very muscular legs. Catherine and James, not really built that way. Okay. <laughs> she managed to injure him. Him? Yeah, you didn't actually see a bolt fly, you just saw the light and then the explosion. Powerful warrior. Very strong close combat mixture of uh, fighting techniques. The staff weapon, bit of a drawback in uh, a tightly confined space. A good look at the ring transporter. First seen in the movie and then into SG-1. That was Bale somersaulting, I can guarantee you that. Kind of looking at it, uh, that expression says, Really? <laughs> Go away. Bit of a pratfall, that. Proper feel. Yeah, there we go. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this is Saquette, played by Michelle Jubilee Gonzalez. She's a stuntwoman and actress. And MMA? No, I don't believe so. Well done, James. The book it was a valiant effort. She's recently been in Westworld, also Sons of Anarchy, with a long resume. Oh, you can see obviously why they picked her for this job. Very strong looking, very muscular. I haven't started watching Westworld season two yet. They interviewed her as she was saying the character doesn't speak a lot, but she relies a lot on body language and 
Okay, clever. Again, took Colonel Jack O'Neill a long time to figure that dodge out. Yeah, but Jack didn't have the person was left there. I would have thought Steve had had some small arms Did training he hit if he was serving. No, I think he was just reacting to the actual gunshot. Let's not celebrate too early. You've got rid of her for now. That's it. Humans rule. What was that? No woman back home can fight like that. He's attracted. He fancies <laughs> he is her. A, he is. <laughs> Male pride and embarrassment kicks in. Three, two, one, and there goes James. Clichéd, I know, but there you go. <laughs> you tell him. Is that, is that what you call it? Oh, because from what I saw, it was like... That's it. While you two are making a load of noise, a certain individual creeps up on Wasif. Our captain was hiding behind Wasif and Catherine. Yep. I know it's not a spotlight, but obviously the hole in the roof lets out a shaft of light. That covers this young man. He's no threat, at least. She's Australian. <laughs> I can beat him up. I didn't realise she was Australian. Yeah. That's a good American accent. In many ways, she spent uh, most of her life in Egypt, so having an American accent is a bit strange. You'd think there'd be a mixture of some sort. Yeah, for all Catherine's intelligence, she's not going to be very good at this. At least, not yet. I predict, given time, she'll be totally fluent. How dare you give an opinion, man? Be silent until asked for. How can dark-skinned natives offer any insights? That was what I, I I tweaked as soon as he said that. I thought he he understands the language, or at least some of it. Well, I'd say modern Egypt Egyptian that he speaks has its roots in ancient Egypt, so there'll be things he will be picking up. There will be many advantages to taking a native-born speaker rather than a white guy educated in Western universities. Now, now, Catherine, don't resort to violence. How dare you call my father old? Even though he is, but that's beside the point. So, Alan, do you recognise the new character? We have seen him before. Granted, he was a little bit older. Is it meant to be the grandfather or the father of her? Yes, I think you're onto it. It's Kasuf, played by Eric Avari in the movie and SG-1. Fantastic character. And we wondered why we got a close-up of that hair grit earlier on in the film. No doubt it will be even more important later on, now they've focused so much time on it. Meanwhile, in another part of Abydos, the desert. Anything Stargate Universe can do, we can do nearly as good. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, they had some fun filming on the, uh, the dunes. No water for Catherine. Nice transition to the baby being fed some milk. Nice flanging of the voice. Saket being questioned by Set. But no flashing eyes. The eyes are just yellow. To be honest, I have no idea why they've chosen to go down this path. It works okay, but we are used to some of the flashing Everything eyes. Everything's come a little short. To be honest, I was surprised how much you saw of <laughs> saw of Saket. Given that it was a female director and they criticised a lot of the shots of Wonder Woman when you got a little bit of an upskirt. Yep. To be honest, it's not that gratuitous though, so I don't think it's really that big a deal. I suppose you'd argue that 
you know, she wouldn't be wearing pants, she wouldn't be wearing shorts, she'd be wearing some sort of battle armour. Yep. I don't know if you've seen that comic where the female warrior demands that she gets exactly the same armour as the man. And it cuts to the final scene and he's walking along the little two-piece. <laughs> Sorry, going, this is fantastic, I can breathe, I'm not hot. Well, if you remember the graphic novel on the movie 300, the warriors didn't wear that much, did they? A few insights to uh, Saket from the actress who said she so kind of in two camps. She supported a queen, she didn't like the humans, as we see later on, uh, much more a complex character than we see. She's not just an enforcer. Catherine's going to take that piece of wood everywhere she goes. It will become the fabled magic pointy wooden stick. Would you maybe do this in the leave, the June in the shade, rather than out in the middle of the sun? <laughs> yes. Keep walking. Yeah, they scattered this area a couple of times, Mercedes did. Uh, first time it was ridiculously hot, second time uh, there was sandstorm. When they finally came to shoot, uh, there were a load of uh, dune buggies racing around the place. Where is it? To be honest, the little research I did, I couldn't pin down a specific location. I don't think it was New Mexico. Chances are it could have been Arizona, where the movie was filmed. Let's all learn each other's name. Catherine. Beale. Chasuf. Just Canada doesn't have a lot of desert. Well, that, you know, that's why Stargate Universe went to New Mexico and White Sands. But when they filmed there, of course, they had a whole second unit, so you got, they all got credited and everything. Here, not so much. Yep. This was basically a, a couple of trailers, some uh, little electric buggies, and everybody having to deal with the, <laughs> with the heat and getting sand in their eyes, sanding down the throats. It was a case of get on location, get the scenes filmed, get off location. She looks remarkably free of sweat. He actually looks a bit bedraggled, she doesn't. I mean, literally, it's just someone off camera misting her every 30 seconds. <laughs> Could be. Wake up, Wasuf. <laughs> Look at him. Are you rolling? Yeah, he's, he's not impressed with these people. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. Yeah. You expect that that's definitely a night back to the movie because you're expecting about 200 of them to pop up around dunes and wave back. Yeah, the same style tent. Probably the same tent. That's, I say, that's, that's a big tent. That's for the whole whole tribe to uh, live in. To my key. Where is everyone? Hello. Well, it looks bigger on the inside. Is there you may get the point of this very shortly. Or not, but let's be optimistic and figure that the story will reveal itself. The food's still warm on the table and nobody's there. I don't like this. Stay calm. <laughs> and be very careful about nodding your head. Yes, looks... excellent advice. Is that stone? Or is it meant to be an aqueduct? Uh, some sort of metal, I would imagine. Nonsense. <laughs> nice. Nice cut. Nice cut, yeah. Nobody even knows Back with the Germans and the Professor. Doomed, they say. Doomed. Stefan suddenly gone from dumb thing to actual thinking. Maybe the Stargate gave him an intelligence boost. Well, perhaps after he saw Gunther get killed, and you know, he think, hang on a minute. 
I may have to actually engage my brain and not follow blindly. Well, if the Germans are relying on Heinrich, then they are in trouble. Serious, serious trouble. He knows no boundaries. Not only is he a Nazi, but he's going through in women's drawers and he's probably still got her knickers on. No, that can't be good. Very much comedic relief. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're in trouble if we left him behind to look after us. Surely he'll know to get reinforcements eventually. <laughs> they might be the only unit in the country. That is a strong possibility. Diplomatically, the, the Germans might have been able to get a few military units in for a research project, but they're not exactly going to have a run of the roads. Oh, suddenly there's elevator straightens up. A compliment from a beautiful woman and a camera put in the face. Baruka seems a little lost, doesn't know what to do. Light bulb moment. The doctor's got an idea. Stefan's definitely stepping up. This is not useless. The thousand words contained within one image. Okay, I can see where the doctor's going, but exactly what does it run on? What sort of battery is? Is it wind up? Eva is impressed. He's brought her own film projects so they can play on the projector for a set. Come on, big boy. She needs a hand. He did plan ahead. Yeah. I mean, who would think of bringing a, a projector and a screen, you know, with its selected examples of work? Bruker honestly believes that he's doing the professor a favour, even at gunpoint. Yeah. And unfortunately, the professor still thinks Brook is a man of his word. Keep thinking the happy thoughts, professor. Get your mind at ease. Catherine's fine. She's back in Egypt. Now on, I'm in charge. I'm sorry, Catherine. For the last who knows how long, you haven't been in charge. Is that what you're implying? Bossy britches. That's my finger you're bending. Don't worry, Wasuf. She doesn't care. She'll bend away until it breaks. Then she'll expect you to rescue her. Wasuf, time and time again, proving he's the most intelligent person there, the most level-headed, the most sensible. But do they listen to him? No, they don't. They're not being subtle about trying to get out of the ropes, are they? Although, this will be a totally different scene if these natives of Abydos knew about gags. Sit tight and wait. God, he's worse than you. Worse than me. You have no plan. Nothing. <laughs> yep, that sums up this entire adventure. Still with our guns. We take them back, obviously. Catherine's idea of planning is starting with a piece of paper with a P on it. Although that often quite works in movies. <laughs> I said by magic, Cassie for food. Well, it seems like magic to them because they've just been mucking about. Wasuf has actually been attempting to escape and has achieved his results. <laughs> it suddenly ceases to be funny. Slapstick style comedy is very difficult to get right. It's easy to be a little over the top and make it corny. Or yeah, then try to make it dramatic. You can't have both. You really grabbed the wrong end of the spear there. No, it's in that point at both ends. That's a bit dangerous, isn't it? A serious wound to the stomach. Even in today's medicine, that's going to take some doing. Doesn't look good for Wasuf. Oh, I need to see it. The guy whose spirit was seems very concerned. And I presume the end of one of the episodes. Are you unwrapping boiled sweets again? That crickling sound seems very suspicious. Man blaming the woman. <laughs> He's a worthless prat. He still blames Wait her. for it. A magic pointy stick. And I don't recall seeing that in any version of Sergei. 
That's a, a gold device that doesn't require a gold to use, which is unusual. Some would say impossible. But then again, maybe it's not an original gold device. It could be from another species that they're just hijacking for their own use. Okay then. Actually drawing the blood back in. You know, the ancient gene or or the Gawa'ul use of Naquida in the bloodstream to activate, similar to the ancient Z gene. Of course, we know Sam had it. That's allowed it to use a ribbon device and other pieces of tech. Definitely, there 16 mil, possibly up to half an hour. And sound. Sound is impressive. Most impressive. Sound is impressive in the 30s, yes. Bruker is all ready for his show and tell. The might of the German National Party and its people. Yeah, very fortunate that the professor does speak some of the language. Otherwise, this would have been a very short mission. Nothing well, though. No, that is true. A pretty good vocabulary as well. Asset is not that impressed at the moment. Well, it better start with a Warner Brothers cartoon or else. What we did on our holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the popcorn and the big soda? Some raisins, even. The Führer speaking uh, in front of a packed crowd of uh, loyal Germans. I heard quotation marks there. <laughs> the strange little man. I don't think yeah. he's going to translate that part. <laughs> In the words of Dr. Jones, goose-stepping morons. And we've seen a bit of the backstory with the set. She is pretty much alone on this world. The uh, two women with her are the only people of her race she has. She doesn't have any Jafar? It doesn't seem to be at this point. It looks like a set's made her mind up. There's uh, something she can use from Bruker. I wonder if MGM saw a spike in sales of Stargate when this came out. I hope they did. Although, when you think about it, if they were selling subscription that included all the series on streaming, then perhaps people weren't going out and buying DVDs and Blu-rays. Swings and roundabouts. Lots of war footage before the actual war started. But I suppose it could be training, manoeuvres and such forth. Purely for defensive purposes, <laughs> Mr Chamberlain. Yes. Well, I believe you. Peace in our time. Osset seems to like a machine gun a little too much, if you think about it. Now looking at the projection, questioning, or at least she wants to know, do the people of Germany, do the people of Earth revere Adolf? Uh, she's not really going to get a legitimate answer from Bruker, at least. Not a totally honest one. I mean, there was lots of opportunities for the professor to not fully translate everything at any point. But he keeps playing the game because he believes that Brooke treated Catherine fairly. I've got, got the feeling at this point Brooke is still a little terrified. He's uh, thinking he may have dug himself too big of a hole. He's a Nazi officer, he's not going to admit to fear. That's true. Holy moly. James has got a backbone. It's not going to last long, but for now, he's actually trying to stick up for himself against Catherine. 
No, now, kids. Let's all be friends. No recriminations. This is nobody's fault, except Catherine's. Nope, nobody's fault. <laughs> While we can't blame Catherine for the Nazis' involvement in the project, she was leaping before she looked. Although I've got the feeling that it might turn out okay in the end. Come on, James. She took you with her. She didn't leave you behind. Just kiss already. Worst seems had enough of this. How do you feel? Oh, where are my pants? <laughs> Covered in blood. In all honesty, Worcester should be scandalised by finding himself oh, naked in the same room as a woman. Why? We were trying to escape. It went badly. How do I not remember? Maybe it erases memory when it mm. heals the wound. It literally winds the body backwards. The trauma. The yeah. A magic stick? <laughs> the magic stick. That that phrase is spoken a lot in this. Yeah. <laughs> this. In Origins. And Avengers, to be truthful. Uh -huh. I read they're going to undo all the deaths in Avengers 4. It could be worse. They could reboot it. Some would say that's what they're planning on doing anyway. We'll find out. Ah, oh, there we go. New clothes. Comfortable. Cool. <laughs> Let's all the air circulate. That's dead. Nozdevli, the name of this outpost, this little community, well beyond the city's walls, Kisuf and his people. Come on, we're nearly there. Communication. Uh, the arrogance of the white person. Prisoners, honoured guests, similar, similar things. See, it even penetrates the thick public school education. Why didn't you say so earlier? I thought you, you, you didn't realise you're in Egypt. I am from Egypt. Therefore, I understand Egyptian. Finally, James has caught on. That makes perfect sense. You are difficult. You are difficult to interrupt. It's like any you know society or culture that moves to another land with a different language. It may be only the older generations speak it regularly, grandmothers, great-grandparents, and the children and grandchildren only learn certain phrases to make their family happy. The modern generation can pick up particular words, particular phrases, which are useful at home, but nowhere else. This is Motalk. Wow, what a, what a name. Ponath Elizarozes. Elizarozes. Sorry, mate. Again, <laughs> apologies for some of these names. I tried to find out, you know, actually somebody pronounced it. You didn't get that many. Uh... Damn it! I've seen Luke Cage do that. He knocks them out. Yeah. You think we are are Kisa? That looks like a leopard skin he's wearing as well. Do not let us leave. Kisa. Kisa. Do you want fries with that? That's very eloquent, wasn't it? Yeah. Just let the woman blather on. A, a bad, bad man. The big guy, uh, Nubai, is Esteban Clita. He's another actor and stunt performer. Also been in Westworld. Yeah, bad man, bad man. You're not really helping things, Catherine. What, what you, woman, what are you doing? Remember where you are. Remember the local customs. She was quick off the mark to open her blouse up and get the amulet out. Of course, it could have been taken a totally different way, but luckily the representation of Ra... Yeah, she finally sweating. 
Indeed, who knew that taking the amulet from the dig site would have paid off so handsomely many years later. That symbol holds a lot of power for the person that holds it. They don't question and another symbol that holds a lot of power for the people that wear it. The swastika appropriated by the Nazi party, symbol of everything that is evil in the world. A set, sign of prosperity, not quite. Oh, nice one, Professor. She likes your pin. Well, there was a box full of reminds me of Man in the High Castle. Yeah, Man in the High Castle is very reminiscent, going for the same sort of style and feeling. I wouldn't have thought most of this footage would have been available in 1935, not until the war had really got started. But either way, the presentation is phenomenal. The light catching on her face. Of course, she is recalling the time when she was on Earth and she had slaves and they rebelled. None of this is new to us, but she seems perplexed that the slaves fought so hard for their freedom, but now seem to be giving it away. Well, I've got to say, the projector shining directly onto her, her stomach and, well, that's a dangerous outfit to be wearing. Yeah, just Yeah, definitely a raider's feel here. <laughs> I slap you. The master race slaps you. <laughs> Very well. Pistols are done. She needs more slaves. Bruker seems pleased. Slaves they can do. What? Slaves are us. Unfortunately, they're always the defenseless and the weak for them to prey on. This? This is all she offers? Poor old Bruker. He's upset because he was expecting high technology science fiction weaponry. All he's got is a rock. Shiny rock, though. Well, the kid looks content anyway. Temper, temper. Oh, alright then. That's different. Now that's interesting, isn't it? Why the different pronunciation? Actually, with the flanging, it sounded like Nagada to me. No, it's definitely Nagada. But that could be it. Simple pronunciation change. Or something like Goa Old. How many people pronounce that differently? Yeah, because the pronunciation didn't change in three and a half thousand years, but somehow changed to 40. <laughs> Perhaps a different system lords call it something different. Yeah. Aset is uh, weird. She calls it Nakwada. Oh, said with her silly accent. It could be something that simple. But there must be a reason for the writers to choose this version. Be thankful, Bruker. It could be in your back. Let them demonstrate. That is still pretty impressive to break steel. Yeah. Circuit is intimidating. I think my breastplate's made of steel. I've been contacting reenactors to see how I need to look after it. And I won't be wearing it outside. Okay then. Even the fact that a set is a go old and is going to be a little bit stronger than a normal human, that is impressive. But it looks more like a molecular blade. An edge so sharp that it can cut through anything rather than just be hard. Yeah. A set doing a sales pitch? Good deal, good trade, make me an offer. Still got to be refined though. If you want, like, yeah, and you have to avoid blowing up the planet when you do it. <laughs> yes. Let's not go with the Quadria. 
Oh, look at him go. Bing! The eyes yeah, light up. fails to mention the fact that it would require uh, him being taken over. Well, unfortunately, he's got his vision. The leader of the gym people, the leader of the world. The vision. It's an opening up to him. <laughs> yeah, screw the Fuhrer. As I said, he'd, be, he'd make an ideal system lord. He has the mindset already. You could probably easily manipulate him into choosing to be a host. Yeah. I mean, he'd actually cooperate. Because after all, it's his destiny. It's his duty to lead the German people. How is that? Uh, I don't want to know. Neither does a soup from the looks of it. Any of this look familiar to you? I mean, this is a well-stocked outpost, so they must be not too far away from a big settlement. I mean, this is all fresh food, fresh meats, fresh vegetables, they've got water. It looked like they were in the middle of nowhere. Or else this is really the good stuff they've got out because they've got a representative raw in the mist. Catherine and Kasuf getting on like a house on fire. She's picked up the language pretty well, but then again, she has been around Egyptian-speaking people for most of her life. It's not surprising, really. <laughs> it's not tobacco, it's something, but it's good. Imagining what the language of the pharaohs would have sounded like as long being a passion of his. James likes a woman that smokes a pipe. It paid off. I bought Funny. Cheetos last night and I discovered I the Cheeto curse. Let me guess, like Pringles, when you started eating them you couldn't stop, and they're all gone. My fingers are stained red and so it doesn't need to get rid of it. <laughs> you must have known my father would understand the language here. How could he have known that? Oh, time for the entertainment. We only have one channel. It always shows the same thing. Oh, I'm getting flashbacks of Kitesh. Well, when Vala watched her own play. <laughs> okay, she's probably not the first Gwal to fall out of favour with Ra. Unusual for him to let them live. Obviously, he was somewhat enamoured with him or her. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Short and sweet. Well, considering their short history, these two have become fast friends. Is it just me or am I expecting bubbles to come out at the end of that pipe? I'm the one that stabbed you. In some cultures, we'd already be married. Hmm, muscular. <laughs> Let me do that a bit more. Where would everybody be if Catherine hadn't got her hands on that book? It was uncanny that uh, Brooker left that book back in Egypt. I can understand him wanting to leave something behind just in case there was any trouble, so there's a path to follow. But that's a very huge resource. So, the Wand of Horus, given to the people to encourage their devotion? Hmm, Astet isn't stupid. Because he's an idiot, he has dumb loyalty. Yeah, I suppose there is that. Is she getting insight because of whatever she's smoking? Is that what they're implying? It's the whole, I didn't see this far. Okay then, uncharted territory for you. Heal, the weapon we were attacked with, 
a symbiote. Nice. Repeated dramatic zooms. Ominous. Okay, this, this is a bit on the nose. We need to stop broken. <laughs> Chemical compounds inhaled are good, folks. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just checking if I'd be in a position to get a boss in there or Good to know. So we've got just under an hour to wrap this up. Uh, we should be okay then. Yeah, we've only got 40 minutes left on this. Okay. That's it. The captain's making his play. It's too late to go home. Settle. <laughs> Stay the night. Have another drink. Friends and allies with these fine like I said, definitely a deliberate referencing of scenes from the movie them to join and numerous scenes from the show where they make friends. Wow. Darkness and destruction. Touch dramatic. Yeah, fortunately they don't understand that part. <laughs> guns, guns, guns. He's got the got the bug anti now. He wants to be on camera all the time. Dearest members of the Vril Society. The Vril Society. Sounds pretty disturbing, but shows that Bruker is more than a single individual. There is a link to real-world events. The Vril Society is believed to refer to uh, a novel, The Coming Race, published in 1871, about a subterranean master race. So you can see how it may be adapted to suit another fascist agenda. Bruker nearly overstepped his hand, got a bit too handsy with the set. Like a cat! That makes a lot of sense, after all, Cat and Egypt go together pretty well. Jewish professor? Yes, it was quite plain what Bruker meant. That's it, Stefan. Zeal, enthusiasm, that's what the party likes. Soon, every mortal shall bend the knee and worship at the feet of Reference to... Ah! That's, that's the novel that uh, our idiot lieutenant had with the red cover. The Coming Race by Edward Bulwer Lytton. It is to the Vril Society Ayn Rand is the average modern American article. I looked up Vril Society and it has a thing called The Coming Race and it's got a red cover with a gold symbol on it and that was very clearly the novel that he had in the hand. So, rather subtle placement in fairness. I can do research, funny. The on-off romance of James and Catherine continues with the addition of a rock. But what sort of rock? I've got to admit, I'm pretty impressed. Unless the rock was a diamond, this ploy shouldn't be shouldn't be working. Charmed her with a rock yeah. and a magic stick. Was that a bit of aqua? Yeah. Right. A bit of alcohol or whatever the local beverage is, and his engine's revving. Chesuf, the matchmaker. Who would have thought it? But then again, we do know what happens in the movie. He's quite happy to throw his daughter at the emissary of Ra. Big softy, just a romantic at heart. Little forward and generally be considered sluttish in the thirties. Yes, but not necessarily because you have to remember the uh, before the onset of actual war, you had that whole dancing woman. You know the oh, I've forgotten the term. Dancing woman. Yeah, you know the ones I mean. Banny way. Banny way. Quick, run down to the music library. Dig out some 70s porno music. So this is where we're heading. Brace yourself. Lots of close-up in this show as well. Yeah, what's that sunset? Looking straight into the camera as well. Interesting. 
Well, yeah, yeah, mucky pop. He's going to be selling uh, little peeks through the curtain at any moment. Establishing shot of the tent the next morning. Yeah, the question is, for whom is that bell tolling? <laughs> she seems remarkably dressed. Yes, we can assume they had an enjoyable time last night. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if she was his first. Catherine, I'm not so sure about. She's probably led an adventurous life and is not afraid to take a few chances. But there is such a thing as modesty. Although, her souf is getting a good eyeful. The kid, this is definitely not the kazoof we know. No, <laughs> this has been an interesting couple of days. <laughs> and they're visited by his god as well. So obviously, meet, meet Ra's representative. Come and meet him. Uh, no, that might be a good bad idea. A goddess and a friend. Wow, have the Guo done a number on these people? I have a suggestion. For Kasuf, this is an ideal opportunity to introduce the emissary of Ra to a set. I don't know if he fully understands the complex interactions between these two system lords. Of course he wouldn't. Why would he? Miraculous coincidence that uh, everybody's meeting up at this little community. The good professor, Catherine, actually listening to James, of course. Kazuf <laughs> doesn't get uh, very well treated by the Nazi soldier. Westif and Mark together, protecting each other. That set looks very different outside of uh, regal regalia. To be honest, he looks more menacing in this drab, everyday sort of clothing. She's got a look on her face. I don't think she was very pleased that Bruker interrupted the reverence of her people. And then, and then he insults the professor. A set, as we see here, as I said, totally different outfit. Salome Azizi, she's a UK-Iranian born actress. Again, just showing that they made definitely made a, a choice to cast from across the globe. It looks like things might be spiraling a little out of control. Our people are strong. Both Set and Bruker have pride in their people, but they both see them as commodities. SG1, Atlantis and Universe, they did tend to focus... Oh, he slaps him again! For accurately translating. There is no pleasing some employers, or slave masters, or Bruker. The bad man. A very, very, very bad man. Test. Friendly game to highlight obedience and willingness to serve the cause. Yeah. Stefan. You're up, Stefan. Wash him out. I don't think Stefan would be doing that. Stefan's been displaying a worrying amount of independent thought. Stefan is a good choice, but I wonder if Bruker has seen now friendly Eva is to him. She does like to take his picture. Yeah, Bruker is a little paramount. He's got a vision, and he's running towards it, hell for leather. Uh, basically everybody. <laughs> the power of a god. Who will offer up their life in service of me? In fact, if anybody didn't, there would be trouble. 
Ah, the asset version of Stefan. New boy is a big bloke, lots of muscle. Looks like he can pack a punch. Stefan's got his work cut out for him. Now, of course, this is uh, the point at which you insert the Star Trek battle music. <laughs> oh, come on, tell me it didn't cross your mind that this is a nod to emancipation. It would work. Now, this is interesting, you know, a trained knife fighter against somebody with a, a staff. Ah, sand in the eyes, the classic. She's enjoying this. Oh, you'll feel them in the morning. Oof. <laughs> we got some power behind them punches. Yeah, I say so. Oh, hang on a minute. Brooke is going for his gun. Cheating swine. Ooh, a headshot. <laughs> and the expression on Saket's face. Brilliant. I'm not really sure what Bruker hopes to get out of that. He basically shows himself to be duplicitous and untrustworthy. It was a fair fight. Bruker showed himself to be even more cold-blooded. And my girlfriend likes you. Oh, Stefan, you're in trouble, mate. Interesting. She's not going to retaliate for this because... Brooker's already lost one of his men. First and last time though. But don't do it again. Of course, he doesn't want to be in their debt, so... Sorry, Stefan. Rest in peace, Stefan. A loyal German soldier. Yeah, calling his name will not return him from a bullet in the brain. No. And he was German! In service to the Führer! He would have slowed us down. Yes, and he served the Führer's purposes by dying. Like tens go, of thousands of film. Germans on the Russian front. If I go film. And just like Stargate in its heyday, they used an armourer on the set, so they didn't rely on C-dry muzzle flashes. They used blank cartridges, so when people fired guns, they fired guns, and it shows in the posture and the way they reacted. Did you get that last bit? Nice bit of makeup and emoting. Bruker is on the edge. You know, like I have a good side. You blew it, mate. Ah, you see, I predicted her line. You should be a screenwriter. Or at least they should be a little less predictable. I mean, she's a daughter of Germany. Kind of drawn the line between you and her people. I am a god. Mayday. Help required. Fear not everyone. For I shall replace this, this loss with thousands upon thousands of slaves. Hey, Brooker. They don't understand what you're talking about. And Professor Langford offers the hysterical speech in a more diplomatic presentation. Jan, I can't remember the word for thousand. <laughs> many, 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 lost. <laughs> Nicely done, Professor. Kind of worked out that well, under a lot of pressure. And Bruker has got control of himself as well. Okay, he's still got a little bit of diplomacy, a little common sense. I mean, she must know she can't trust him. At some point, she's a go order. She's a system law. She doesn't fucking trust anyone. <laughs> oh, no. They've got the pointy stick out. The pointy magic stick. Oh, I forgot I'd given you that. I've always wondered where it got to. We had to do that. We had to do that. 
She's kind of got to save face here. She's got to show strength. Okay, that, that's interesting. And her reaction is... I know. A gold system, Lord of Christ. I mean, I think these are her people. She's been in control of them and multiple generations. She'll use them, yes. Who's this again? You want me to be What, Saket? Uh. A perfectly understandable response from Saket. A warrior died for their queen. What more could you ask for? That is a gold, but we, we've seen before that some are a little less vindictive, a little less tyrannical, tyrannical than others. Perhaps not as old. Maybe not. The very fact that she has a child, assuming that is her child, I mean, is that some plan ultimately to uh, unseat Ra? That son of a bitch. Get our guns now. Feel we need. As we know, there are there are edicts against uh, giving birth to an Arsesis child. Obviously, there are tactical and strategic advantages in having access to such a child. But then again, it could be maternal. It really could be. I don't know what plans Catherine were cooking up, but this kind of derailed him. This was an unexpected turn of events. I like this, Kasuf is taking this very, very personally. This is the man, this is the young man who has strong ties with his community. This is a leader in the making. Yeah, he's grown up very quickly in the last five minutes. He's bad, and not in a good way. Okay, they recognise that Bruker is a bad man, and that he's coloured the perceptions of a set towards her people, but they're not quite there yet where they could turn their back on their god. Oh, she's got a gun back. Come on, Kasuf, off your knees. Show some backbone. You don't beg friends. Perhaps he's grown up bowing down before a female deity that a strong, independent woman just triggers the same reaction. Yes. Whoa there, James. Have you actually got a plan? You know, a plan. Now, if only there were a few thousand more of us who could actually make this a fair fight. I'd settle for two dozen. Maybe a few thousand more of us to say. Asset seems to have sector and no one else. <laughs> so we'll go in in two teams. One creates a diversion, while the other rescues the professor. One creates a diversion. Translation, one goes in to die. <laughs> You're right. I don't think Ra, when he gave her life back, allowed it to keep a standing army. Bodyguards, personal servants. Maybe that's why she's, or at least initially started to be generous towards the inhabitants of Abydos. There are some interesting questions being raised here. Tapa? Yeah, dude. Cave. Yeah, you want my tapa? Give me a by tapa? Fortunately, most things are in easy walking distance, even a cave which seems in the middle of the sand dunes. This is much like my half-quoted uh, thing from JMS. White stars move at the speed of plot. Yeah, very much Distances so. are defined by plot. How long you need to travel is how long you need to give exposition to the audience while you're in space. Yeah. Zet has had a change of clothes, and I do like that shade of blue. It's striking. Yeah, Venom. You tell him, Eva. 
set directly addressing the professor, not requiring a translation, asking him for his thoughts. Obviously, she understands what <laughs> Bruker is, and he's working an angle. And by giving him the hair grip, giving the professor some information she's not aware of. What, what, what is she saying? <clears throat> I, I believe that she is excited to be in your film. Ah, as well as <laughs> what woman wouldn't be? <laughs> Don't tell her that. Uh, tell her anything else. Bruker doesn't even know it, but he's given permission for the professor to basically save his life and ultimately to bring about Bruker's demise. You won when you're your That's it, professor. Just giving her a little bit of information that she can use. Okay. So, Petty? Yeah. Fasting. Yeah. Mm hmm. Interesting expression on the professor's face. James, all military and forceful. Catherine comes over all faint and girly. I've been in caves before, James. Cross deserts too. Just make it back safely. Yes, James. She's done so much more than you have, mate. Mutual reassurance. Mutual assurances. Works wonders. We'll see. I'm having none of this. Sod this. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> Very Lawrence of Arabia. Like it. And Kasuf is ready to go. We could have an entire... You know, they could explain this very simply by saying it's not our reality. That narrative can fail spectacularly though. Successful music playing. Suits the mood and of course very, very familiar. Tying into the past always works if you're drawing on the right emotions. We're not going down the South Street route. Sergei has had mirror realities all over the shop. Yeah, but they've never attempted to confuse us by saying, could this be the one? And I think it works better in TV than the movies. It's a simple way of reckoning it. It'd even make the fans, if not happy, then at least accepting. Look, stick with it. <laughs> You'll see what path they decided to go. Ah, the city. Actually looks pretty good from this distance, you know, compared to the, what we saw in the movie. Yeah. I mean, how far have they walked? I mean, the, the dunes have gone, now they're into a rocky area in the foothills. Steam vents, which makes you think there's some volcanic activity. I like it. So they know the power of uh, the Nakwada. Yeah. <laughs> Let's totally destroy these people's worldview in a few sentences. Pretty evident that Wasuf is a much more balanced individual than Catherine believes. He's coming back with reasoned arguments that bear as much validity as her own. <laughs> I give it 10 out of 10 for the effort of uh, trying to manipulate Kasuf. Catherine, you're in a hiding to nothing here. No amount of dialogue is going to change Kasuf's mind. He is going to have to see the gods turn on his people wholesale. He's going to have to feel betrayed before he rises against them. But when he does, <laughs> when he does. 
na hei maramata na nesini real apu alset. Yes, this is the start of Kasuf's. It may add to it. I mean, the fact that he's seen Aset betray them, although he believes that's because of Brooker, the bad man. Kasuf is a very logical man, young man. When he sees betrayal, he'll recognise it for what it is. Uh, I think over time, he's, he's just going to be exposed to more things as he becomes a leader. When we first met him, he definitely was not a leader. He was chief bottle washer and scrubber passed with keeping the Stargate clean. Maybe that's an honour, but somehow I don't think so. stand against him. punished in white fire. Ominous words. The power for the gods to fight. You know, that's something the British Empire would covet greatly. Desertion and shot. Or the loony bin. Wibble. Unfortunately, the British Empire and Nazi Germany had very similar views on the exploitation of inferior nations and peoples. Something to be controlled. Nobody would ever go through that blasted thing again. Tell that to Ernest. And you're not going to report to your superiors? Of course, James is. And he will have no say in what happens after that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Local custom. When travelling abroad, mix with the natives. Learn their customs. And James, you went to private school. I'm you're someone's boy. You know what's what. I like the fact that right from the start, you know, we'll, we'll see if we're getting lectured about finding the right girl and, you know, I can never find the right person. Well, he has now. On a faraway world. We'll see if he's going to pull the Daniel and stay. He might do. Let's find out. He'll fit in. Well, when you think about it, he belongs here. Just a different time. They built all these and we said we'll have a little hole that doesn't look actually like anything. Ah, the cartouche. We remember that from the movie, don't we? Yes, we do. And it's intact. Karsu, I could kiss you. And other things, but one at a time. <laughs> She's an adventurous girl. The completed sequence. See. Well, that's lucky. Yeah, this is what I need. I... So he knows the constellations then? I prefer... Shiny, magic light. Mandus. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to... He's wondering why there's no heat coming off it. I presume the wood, actually. It's a large incandescent bulb. I yeah. think there's a fair amount of heat coming off it, just not as much as it's... Who can forget the fun and games with Volker and Brody and the flashlights in Universe? You can see where it's crashed. Cracked. Yeah. So you can see where that bit's going to fall off. Fall off, you say? <laughs> oh, dear. You don't know half of it. Hold on. If you're going to do a prequel, you've got to give us plenty of hooks to link up to with the TV series afterwards. You do that, I think we'll all be happy. It's when you go a little too far. Like this. It fits, but... Oh, God, woman. She was raised an archaeologist. And for the sake of her feet, good job it was sandstone. Otherwise, broken bones... Catherine, muttering under her breath. Patriarchal society, condescending men. I can wear pants if I want to. And then she just walks away. Done. Job done. Calm and collected. Kasuf is in shock. He's going to have to explain this to the, with the elders. And he hasn't got a good excuse. You can just imagine it. Kasuf, it's always you, isn't it? You'll never amount to anything. You know, he's never going to be satisfied with another woman for his entire life. 
covert entry into the temple. And I'm not sure that James at his level of training would be totally familiar with the combat hand signals. So that's it. they didn't have a design for a crash. <laughs> uh, couldn't lift it, gotta push it. Stealthy boys, stealthy. Yeah, I got it. Moab and Wasif. Definitely signs of the early romance. Any moment they can get, just to look at each other's eyes a touch. Nicely done. We know Catherine and James are getting what they want, but it's not exactly in a upfront and honest manner. They are manipulating these people. Obviously, they want to get home. What happens to who they leave behind? Have they thought that far? You want to debate this now? No, I'm not. Trust me. Love has a way of sneaking up on you. Yeah, it does. Especially in a small dark temple on an alien world. We can go home. You found it, the seventh symbol. And I'll take you back to meet Mother. She might not like you at first, but she'll come around. Well <laughs> done. Yeah, she did it all without you, James. Unless Alset opens the gate for him. Oops. Now that could be a problem. A very, very likely problem, given the negotiations are going pretty well. <laughs> the look Catherine gives him. The plan, the diversion. Let's go. go. Well, yeah, James, you just know you're not going to win any argument ever. Now what shall be done with you? Your translation work has been excellent, better than expected. It almost seems symbolic that he's taken off his jacket and his hat. Why not remain here doing what you love? A bridge between our two worlds. Almost as if, you know, he doesn't consider himself an officer in the. Don't thank me. Well, he's not an officer, at least in service to the Fuhrer. Oh, Bruker. Telling the professor that may have been a mistake. Bruker, Winmarf has Harat. No. Well done, professor. The thing is, Bruker doesn't even consider betrayal. He's that arrogant. And what the professor is telling us that that she understands betrayal. Oops. Catherine's helping. Where did you get this? How is this here? You're not Nene Bistai. Enough. Without his suit. What are you doing? He's mine. Esteth has made up her mind while the professor is telling her jives with what she's seen. And Eva continues to record posterity. And this is where his little, little conference with her. Humans fight their own battles. Yeah. yeah, of course she knew she was going to say that. Yeah. The professor has a surprisingly good punch on him. Oh, you too, Dom. You're no god. You're not even a man. Well played, professor. You've gone a nice little spine for yourself, huh? Yeah, a little too late. That's to be said. You have to die. Stop talking. Monologue, monologue, monologue. Oh, hello. Oh, it's Ra. Dad is coming home. There's been noise complaints. <laughs> now we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh sod this. <laughs> Run away! Run away! We need to get out of here. Joking aside, how did Ra know there was trouble on the planet? Did somebody tell him? Has he been spying on a set all along? Does he know about the baby? <laughs> and if he does, <laughs> anticlimactic. 
Well, it's not like they could show it. <laughs> that is true. Okay, they've thrown salty to the wind at this point. No, there is absolutely nothing wrong in putting morality and ethics and modern day issues into storytelling. Here you have a heterosexual couple kissing when they're in a tight, dramatic situation. Mm -hmm. And you have a gay couple and they should be kissing as well because the same circumstances apply. The same emotions apply. Kasoof with a potty mouth. And it came out of nowhere that did. Didn't it? Just wondering, somebody with a simple text editor could work these subtitles and make a totally different film out of these visuals. Oh, what? I pulled the trigger. No, I don't believe you would. You see, <laughs> I am the problem. Okay, do you vote? Oh, she did. Even Eva is surprised. She's stopped filming. You can't harm a god. Oh, god, man. So shot him in the hand. Apparently. Feel free to shoot him in the heart. You need to realize who you are dealing with. A sad, pathetic, power-hungry Nazi. Nazis are nothing. Hitler is nothing. If it wasn't for the movie Captain America, I wouldn't realize how much this echoes the Red School storyline from the comics. Yes, Catherine did tell him she'd get him, she'd hunt him down. The moment is at hand. Unfortunately, we're jumping into the big bumper book of tropes where the hero, or in this case heroine, let's just say hero, has to decide whether or not to kill the bad guy. Weakness. Surrounded by it. And yes, the bad guy sees compassion as a weakness, cannot look beyond the immediate gain. Yes, you can. Oh, well done, Eva. Shouldn't they kill the friend? And that was for Stefan. And always having to film your good side. Or is it? She was a loyal member of the Nazi party. She believed. And he was a traitor. Oof! Oh! For all. And now we're in trouble. Saket has switched allegiances. Obviously things have gone a little too far for her. Go! Operation Gate James, the new sequence is in the journal. Okay then, James, you've got one thing to do. Do it right. Meanwhile, Catherine's going to take on the might of the System Lords. Action sequence. Go. Yeah, yeah, all right. We got me. Well, didn't get far. You beat your heart. If not me. I don't know if it was genius or coincidence, but the professor gave just the right appeal. Ah, appeal to her as a mother. Yeah. I mean, this wouldn't work, well, it worked a little bit for Shah Ray, for the obvious reasons, but it's difficult to believe that the world value their children. Obviously, she does. We still are, of course, making the assumption that that is her child. Not sure where the father is. They've got the drapes over the window. Now, that looks so much better than a fake skyscape. And suddenly the gate is lighting up, which it wasn't doing before, I know it's not. <laughs> Now this is one of the cleverest or dumbest choices by the writers, depending upon who you talk to. Interesting though that the hand device is multifunction. Kendra only used it to heal. Sam, when she used it, similar. Well the hand device can manipulate your brain. Yeah, but this is not only deleting memories, it is implanting suggestions, almost commands. A level of brainwashing in a very short space of time. Kasuf. Bad timing again, mate. Bad timing. 
it's far too much on the nose, really. It's a nice sequence, yeah. but you'll go to the city, you will lead the people, which we know that's what he does. You will return through the Stargate and be able to destroy Ra. Okay. Well, maybe a set studied the hand device and modified it. That's quite possible. We know that some of the system lords are very intellectually gifted. I might have been inclined to be critical of this sequence where Catherine is shown to be losing her memories. But then again, if you remember Star Trek IV, which is a great movie, when they went back in time, they had something even more bizarre. So this is perfect. This, this works fine. I mean, to be honest, when this first came out and we were speculating what it could be, the idea that she had an adventure and her mind was white was mentioned then. And this is exactly what they did. It'd been more interesting if she'd always remembered and she kept it a secret for 40, 50 years, just waiting for the opportunity. She's back, confusion, nicely done. And Heinrich's still here. He hadn't done a runner, bless him. Yeah, he hasn't died to a subjural hematoma. No. Loyal to the end. Given Kasuf his final marching orders, and we hear the ring transporter and the rumble of the pyramid ship descending. Here's Daddy. Victoria Ortiz played Ra, so they chose a woman to be behind the mask. Okay, James is rightfully confused. The Professor and Catherine are a couple of mindless zombies. Neither of them know a damn thing. James, you're the smartest person here. Thankfully, they are both ambulatory. Otherwise, James would really have trouble. Yeah, so what about James? No, that's a good question. What about James? Unfortunately, there's no escape from Ra. <laughs> oh, Ra, when will you ever learn? Always a little too arrogant for your own good, mate. Betrayed by one of your own. Both of you. Go all betrayed by the servant. Oh yes, Ra is not pleased about the existence of the child. I wonder if anybody watched Origins first and really didn't know what the hell the Arsis' child was all about. Serika. So that's how you pronounce it. She's explaining herself, Aset was being too dangerous, taking too many risks, but ultimately she's looking after herself. She was betraying Ra and she's just gone into his good books. go home. Ooh, pretty hypnotic. She's coming. Get down. Get down. <laughs> Poor balls. Oh, she blew up the DHD. Where did they explode? Shouldn't it be overheating and then going boom? Well, if it goes boom, it's going to take out the whole building. So, uh, <laughs> plot requires it doesn't. Is Henrik? Oh, dear. <laughs> this is good, though. This I like. Oh. <laughs> and Heinrich, the knicker-stealing, knicker-wearing... All round piece of garbage is dead. Ra has captured Wasif and Motek. He's now using his ribbon device, hand device, to brainwash them. 
and this is a nice touch this is a link to the movie i actually quite like even though it doesn't quite make a lot of sense given well after you've seen the movie anubis and horus the headgear exactly the same as from the movie look spectacular nicely done james got catherine and the professor through the event horizon but zaket's got you okay she's enjoying this a bit a bit too much at the moment even allowing for the slow motion she's taking a bit too long to kill this guy do it already oh that's nice we see james thinking of catherine when he dies hey i die and her image fades as his consciousness fades a life given freely well done james well given his position in the British Army. Ra is now repairing the DHD, moving the Stargate, putting things right so that when Colonel O'Neill visits in a few decades, we know what to expect. Orbital strikes against the Temple of Aset and Kasu's former dwelling. Unfortunately, the effects for those two explosions were not that good. Leaving Suf alone, travelling to the city, which he'll eventually lead. So a long way to go though, without any water. Shembo Hasif. Well, we do, we do see him again, although they look a little bit different in the movie. So, back at the warehouse. Packing crates, tops. Well, I guess they were lucky. Whatever it was they were working on, ended up killing that Nazi, and... And there's Kelly Vint, Catherine from the movie. The doctor did seem convinced that the memory loss was genuine. I don't like it. The other agent is David Melville. That cable that we intercepted from Berlin suggests these Germans are keen to acquire whatever this thing is. So while they're not sure exactly what happened here, they know the Germans are interested, so obviously they can't leave it here. I assume this is OSS. Probably not. Quick search on Google indicates that the OSS didn't come into being until the early 40s. Before that, it was uh, the War Department's Military Intelligence Division and the Office of Naval Intelligence, along with the State Department. Because that looked like Wasif was in the tent when it blew up. No, no, Ra wiped his mind and turned him into Anubis or Horus. Remember in the movie when O'Neill got beaten repeatedly by the two very fancy armoured warriors that's Wazoof and Murtek. You know, James deserved a lot more. We'll leave you to your packing. Mine. The pendant catches the agent's eye and whoa, personal space. You don't just go reaching for it. Thought it might bring me luck one day. Bring you. Might bring you luck. Yeah. It's another woman. She's the reach out toucher. The agents have turned and walking away and they're talking about the fact that the Germans have been funding projects like this. I found this. Lying next to the ring. So unique. Why they left this in, I'm not quite sure. It's mine, I believe. Why would Catherine even believe that this piece of rock was hers? Did a set leave a little bit of information behind? Maybe a trigger phrase or something like that? There'll be rocks like that outside any warehouse, especially if you're not a geologist. Are there another something 12 warehouses? <laughs> yes, there has been. Maybe the writers have been putting little gifts into this narrative that could lead to another web series. 
the Nagada Naquada could be one of them. We can assume that James did die. We can assume that there's another one. Close up on Catherine, this part of her life is over. The Stargate is being ready to be shipped back to the United States. We know what happens then. Throw away. Yep. Torrid affair on a short sea voyage with a salty skipper of a freighter who looked suspiciously like Cameron Mitchell. The music was very nice in this web series, both the original and the uh, composed for it. And like I said, surprisingly, I enjoyed this feature presentation because it was a little bit tighter. A lot of the stuff that twirly whirly through the wormhole, almost the uh, you know the newspaper effect, the spinny, that was so horrible. Just removing that and joining up things seamlessly improved things no end. The flow was better. Everything about it was better. Although a lot of people just will never see it because it's quite expensive for what it is. If you can pre-order Infinity Wars for $14.99 on Blu-ray, then you probably shouldn't have to spend $19.99 on an hour and 40 minute Stargate web series. True enough. Although there are a lot of people that have watched Stargate right through thanks to Stargate Command, so I suppose we... Mm -hmm. They've got full money for it, because not everybody owns all everything on DVD or Blu-ray. Not everything is on Blu-ray. That is true. Yeah, we're still waiting for the second season of Universe. I explained to people yesterday how recording podcasts for Universe is really, really angry, because they cancelled it. Yeah. So, any final thoughts? I mean, I figured they'd do a memory wipe. That doesn't really shock me. And they've done their best to tie the whole thing up. And I have to assume that they will, based on interest, decide whether or not it's worth continuing. What we might get is a Sanctuary-style relaunch. I mean, they've done the movie, they'll see how that... I don't know if they'll do a physical copy release or not. I suspect that they won't. I think they'll stick the digital format for this. We can hope that MGM sees that there's enough interest. I suspect they'll want a partner to go in with it, maybe one of the streaming services. Uh, I wouldn't like to see Stargate on a network. Although, to be fair... If Sci-Fi Channel's committed to something, they can do a very good job. first three seasons of The Expanse were fantastic. They just cut the plug at the fourth, but thankfully that is going to be shown on Amazon. Did they actually shoot the fourth, or did they just... Has yet to be. Because I watched the first season one, and I think one episode from the second season, I thought, this looks expensive. Yeah, it did certainly look like they uh, invested a lot in the production. You can tell when something has been made well. doesn't mean it's any more enjoyable than something that's made on a budget half as much, but... You always get that little extra buzz. Everything looks right. The sets look as if they won't fall down if somebody bumps into them too hard. Okay then, folks. That was our Gatecast reunion and a look at Stargate Origins Catherine. In the next few episodes, we'll be looking at Stargate SG-1 episodes. They've but for the grace of God, politics, and maybe the uh, season finale and season two premiere. Then after that, we'll probably be just doing piecemeal episodes because uh, it is not my intent to do the whole series again. <laughs> and to be honest, I haven't got the time anymore. Fair enough. Alan, thank you very much for joining me this Sunday morning. Thank you for inviting me. Now, excuse me, I have to get the bus in approximately eight minutes. If you want to get in touch with the Stargate Archives, aka the Gatecast, then you can do so by sending us an email, stargatearchives at gmail.com. Our website is stargatearchives.com. We are on Twitter at the Gatecast, which is one word. We're also on Facebook and Google Plus and Tumblr. We are listed on iTunes, so a review or a rating would be most welcome. Okay then. Thank you everybody for listening. I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.